We welcome you here this morning, Father, and just ask that you fill this place with your spirit. Speak to each person who came in today, who's coming in, and who's watching uh, on television today, Father. I thank you that we can come before you and just worship you. I ask you to bless this time that we're together this morning, Father. Bless the word and the music in the name of Jesus.
Good to see everyone this morning. This is Camp Sunday. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to hear testimonies from the, the adults and the kids, and it's going to be a lot of fun. God changed lives this week. And we're believing that this is not just a little, a little splash, but this is the beginning of something that's going to last forever. Eternal things happen this week, and we're going to continue to pray and believe that way. I want to read you a passage of scripture from 2 Samuel. David had had all kinds of problems in his life, but he was confident that God was able to deliver him. And he sang this song. He said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. And he describes the sort of thing that's been happening to him. And everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. Everybody has struggles. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to mess you up. And he says, When the waves of death surrounded me, the floods of ungodliness made me afraid. The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. And I cried out to my God. And he heard my voice from his temple. And my cry entered his ears. And the Lord thundered from heaven. And the Most High uttered his voice. He sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning bolts, and he vanquished them. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into a broad place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. For you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord shall enlighten my darkness. For by you... I can run against a troop, and by my God, I can leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in Him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? God is my strength and power, and He makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He sets me on high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend the bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose against me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies so that I destroyed those who hated me. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let God be exalted, the rock of my salvation. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and I will sing praises to your name. To all the storms of life, all the struggles, all the things that happen, God has given us victory. And we ought to be excited about it. We ought to worship. We ought to lift our voices and exalt Him. And that's what we're going to do today. So, Lord, today... We choose to worship you. We choose to thank you for what you've done this week in these young people's lives, Lord. We choose to thank you for what you've done in our lives, what you're going to continue to do. This is just the beginning. It is not the end. It's just the beginning. And so, Lord, we rejoice in that. Today, we will exalt you. We will lift you up because you, Lord, alone are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Come and fill this place now. Speak to us. Touch us and change us in your presence. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship.
Lord, that's our prayer this morning, that you would give us more and more and more of you, Lord. We need more of your presence, more of your goodness, more of the nearness, Lord, that you want to show. You want to show us who you are. Lord, I thank you this morning that you're here. Your spirit is here. Your presence is here. The gifts of the spirit are free to flow and operate because you are here and your spirit is moving among us. Lord, I thank you for that. Lord, we want to honor you. We want to give you an opportunity to speak to each one of us. That each person here would hear your voice clearly. The situations in their life, the struggles they face, the difficulties, the challenges, the victories, Lord, you want to you make it all clear to us. You want us to know you and know your heart and know your ways. So speak to each one of us now, Lord, as we're in your presence. You speak words of life. Speak words of health. Speak words of healing and forgiveness. Speak words to let us know that our guilt and shame has been taken away. You rolled away the, the reproach of our sin and shame. Speak those words of life to us, Lord. Let us hear and know that you are calling each one of us to a deeper walk. You're calling each one of us to know you. We just sang more, more of you, Lord. We want to know you more. We want more of you, more of your spirit, more of your presence, more of your goodness. Lord, I want to be so convinced of your goodness that nothing the world brings, nothing the enemy would try to do, nothing that falls apart or messes up or goes wrong, nothing would change my mind but to know that you are good and you're always working good in and for and through me. I am convinced of your goodness, Lord. I'm convinced of your nearness, Lord. When I don't feel you, I know you're still there. When I don't see you, I know you're still there. When I know uh, I've got problems ahead of me, I know you're going before me and you're, you're making a path where it doesn't seem to be possible. The crooked ways, you're making them straight. You're smoothing out and leveling the mountains and the hills, making a way in the desert. In the dry lands, you're giving me water and life because in you, all things are possible, Lord. And I thank you that you don't leave us, you don't forsake us, you never give up on us, and you don't quit pursuing us. Sometimes we walk away from you. Sometimes we get distracted and we lose our way, but you call us and you come and you seek us out. You seek us out. Lord, I'm so, I'm so grateful that you don't let us go. You don't let us just walk away, but you keep calling. You keep saying, come come to me. I'm, I'm all you need. Come to me. I'm your everything. Come to me. Thank you, Lord. Speak those words that we need to hear, each one of us. We need to hear from you, Lord. Words of encouragement, words of faith, words of life that the struggles we face don't overcome us, but we overcome them because you've made us to be more than conquerors, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that there is no God like you. There is no rock like our God. You're a solid rock, a foundation that we can trust in and we can stand in you. You put our feet up on a, on a solid place. We're not walking in the slime and the mud all the time. From time to time, we may step down into the slime, but you put us right back up on the rock 
I thank you for that, Lord. We don't slip and fall because you're there. You're making a way for us. Thank you for that. Speak to each one of us now, Lord. We're going to give you just a minute here just to just be in the Lord's presence. And whatever issues are going on in your life, just, just say, Lord, I want you to give me, give me the word that I need for my situation. I need wisdom. I need help. I need healing. I need victory. I need a miracle. Let him speak to you now. morning saying we all know this scripture so well but we need to be reminded come unto me all ye who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest I will give you rest for your souls and so many of us sitting in here today or standing in here today have experienced that and there was a point in time that I'd read that and I didn't believe it I didn't understand it but when I did it we, we understand it once we've experienced it not just the Lord is just calling us come unto me all you who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest for your souls Thank you, Lord. You provided our salvation on the cross, our forgiveness. Not only the forgiveness, but you broke the power of sin so that, that we don't have to, to fall prey to the evil one anymore, but we can walk in victory, Lord. You gave us victory. Lord, I thank you that on the cross, you also provided for our emotional health. We don't have to be downtrodden and despairing and hopeless, but we can be hopeful our eyes are fixed on you because you are our hope Lord on the cross you provided for our physical needs we don't have to be sick we don't have to be in constant pain you provided our healing Lord I pray that you give us wisdom give us wisdom to see how to unlock that so that we can walk in faith and, and experience all of your provision, Lord. You've made a way for all of the needs that we have in this life. Help us to find that way. Help us to, to find how to trust you. Areas of our life that maybe we need to adjust or change or the ways that you're trying to work and, and change us, Lord. Help us to just submit ourselves to that and say yes, yes. Speak to us, Lord. 
Lead us and guide us, Holy Spirit, into all truth. Bring us revelation and insight into our lives. Shine your light in us, Lord Jesus, the light of your glory. That every area of our lives will be illuminated by your light. Areas of darkness will be exposed. Areas of weakness will be exposed. Areas where we've believed a lie or agreed with a deception, Lord, that they would be exposed. Roots of wickedness would be exposed. Areas where maybe we've we've agreed with a stronghold or, or a generational influence that's been passed down to us. And all of our lives we thought, well, this is just who I am. This is how, how I'm going to be. That's the way I was born. Holy Spirit, reveal to us the truth of the Word of God that you change men and women. You change children and young people. You change us because you have a perfect plan for our lives, Lord. You want to mold us and make us into your image. I bind that lying spirit that would say that that's the way you are and that's the way you're always going to be. No, that's not the way I'm always going to be because I am becoming new in every way. I am a new creation and I am becoming new. You are making all things new. You're restoring my soul and you're renewing my mind. I proclaim that over this body. Jesus' name. Over these young people that went to camp this week, and over the adults that went to camp this week, I proclaim victory and deliverance. This is not a splash. It's just the beginning of a plunge into a lifelong swim, and it's going to be forever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Isn't it good to just know that God is here? Just breathe that in. You can just inhale. Just relax and let the Holy Spirit just fill you with His peace, fill you with joy, fill you with hope that tomorrow is going to be a better day. Today, maybe it may be filled with some issues, but you've got hope that tomorrow can be totally different. The next day can be totally different. Every day is a new day. His mercy never fails. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that you seal these words in our heart, the things you've spoken to us now, that you seal those things in our heart that we go out of here changed today because we've been in your presence. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You can be seated. Thank you, worship team. <clears throat> wow. God is good. Ah, all the time. A couple of special things we want to pray about. Pastor Jeff is going to have open-heart surgery. Uh, we don't know when, but it's coming up. And so we want to pray for him. Also, uh, Richard and Joanna's uh, grandson, Canton, has, uh, he, they've discovered he has a, he's 12 years old, I think, and he has a tumor in his brain up around the spinal cord. And so they don't know for sure what that's all about, but they're, they're requesting prayer. So can we just join in those two things right now? Lord, we come together and we agree together as your people. We lift up Pastor Jeff. We ask that you would bring healing and health and wholeness to him, protect him and preserve him. And when this surgery happens, Lord, if it happens, heal him completely and bring him back fully restored. Let him be better than ever, Lord. And we thank you for your protection and care in his life. And for, for Canton, Lord, I pray that you heal him that whatever this little tumor is, that it would just disappear and go, that you'd heal and restore him, protect him, 
and raise him up so that he can have a normal life forever and not have any issues with this. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amber, come on up and uh, you can invite whoever up in whatever order and we're going to see videos and all kinds of things. So let's enjoy this. Thanks, Amber, for all you guys did this week. Amen. Hello? Just deep breath. I just want to tell you, I don't know how Pastor does this every week. I'm shaking. Um, just as you noticed, you get Camp Amber this morning because Sunday morning church, Amber, was a little bit outside of my reach. I'm exhausted physically, I'm tired, I'm aching all over, but you know that kind of tired that's like physically, it's awful, it's just really, really brutal, but spiritually, we're revitalized, we're re-energized. I have more energy spiritually now than I have in, I couldn't even tell you how long. So I just wanna get that out of the way and let you know that this has been an amazing week. It's been a very big blessing. Um, and before we jump into the testimonies and all of that, I wanted to share some overall stats with you because uh, Ben Weiss, the director of the Four Square Camp, uh, posted a group selfie of everybody at camp. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's really awesome. And then shared some really awesome uh, numbers with us. So I'm going to give you the overall camp numbers. I don't know exactly how many kids were there, but I can tell you how many experienced healings and things like that. And then I'm going to tell you, when I say fellowship kids, I mean our junior campers and our youth campers. So um, we had... Overall camp numbers, right? 13 people surrendered their life to the Lord for the very first time this week. Two were fellowship kids. I should also clear up that there were 17 kids total. So y'all want to do the math along with me. You'll see that it adds up. So two doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. And I would have been happy with just one, honestly. Um, 76 people recommitted their lives to the Lord. 15 were fellowship kids. I'm not going to make it through this without crying. A hundred people experienced healing. Ten were fellowship kids. Forty-five people were filled and moved oh my gosh, with the Holy Spirit. Seven were fellowship kids. And 21 people were called to full-time ministry. Three were fellowship kids. So if we do the math, that's 255 documented. That's just documented God encounters this week among our youth. That's not including the adults that were there, the leaders that were there. Big time movement of God this week, guys. I cannot, there just are not a words. There's not enough words. Paul used the phrase in Ephesians, exceedingly, abundantly. He made that up. That's a, that's a made-up phrase that he needed to find because there were no words. That's my heart this week. I witnessed exceedingly, abundantly beautiful things among these kids. I'm very blessed. I'm going to start uh, with a prayer, and then we can start our video. We have a really cool little video for you guys. Uh, I just want to thank you, Father God, Papa, for all that you did and all that you're continuing to do in the lives of these kiddos. 
I thank you for answering the many prayers that were sent up and for showing up big time and touching the lives of everyone who attended Fort Square Camp this year. Encounters with you are nothing short of miraculous. And my heart is overwhelmed by you and all that you do. I ask that you continue to bless these kiddos with gentle nudges to be your hands and feet. Bless them with the boldness to act in obedience when you call out to their hearts. Bless them with more and more encounters with you. Fill their eyes and minds and hearts so full of evidence and proof of your love and existence every day that they become beacons of light that shine for you in all that they do. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you so much and we give you all the glory. Amen. We can watch a video.
we've had some really, really good prayer time in the dorms with the kids after service and after after hours. Um, it seems like the kids are the guards are down and they're vulnerable and they're sharing and um, they really want they're really uh, hungry for a word and it's uh, it's it's really cool it's really awesome to see the kids so um, so motivated so excited and so open you know and uh, these are I mean not just our kids I mean these are kids from all they're all walks of life you know all different backgrounds you know and um, it's really cool that you know how people from from all over can come together and share this experience, you know, because I mean, we're all the body of Christ, but um, we all have different walks of life. And where I might be going through something, you know, one kid's going through something that can speak to me or to speak to another. Um, it's, it's really awesome to see that. And also to see the, the leadership that the kids are taking because, you know, so most, most kids look at, look at, you know, people like us, you know, as, you know, we're older and they don't, uh, they, they don't listen as well to people like us. You know, it feels like we're talking at them like teachers, you know, like, uh, like Charlie Brown, right? Like, wah, wah. But, uh, kids, kids listen to other kids and you can see leaders emerge, you know, in these, in times like that. And, um, it's awesome to see, to see the, the kids take the, take the lead and, uh, you know, take the lead with prayer and take the lead with, you know, speaking and just, just all sorts of things, and they they can kind of minister to each other, and it's it's really cool to see all that. So, I would say that's probably my best, my, the best experience I've had um, here was just the dorm time and seeing seeing the kids take the lead and, and really step up and, and be leaders. That's uh, that was really awesome. But, um, What's one thing you look forward to seeing from these kids next year? Um, I would say. Um, I want to hear how they uh, continue and how they would share their faith at school, you know, and the things that they would go through um, and how, for one, I'd like to see them maybe bring some more friends with them, but um, if they, to see the things they deal with at school, you know, to, to hear, to hear the things that they go back to and then how they, how they deal with it, how they continue, you know, because that's, that's what I was telling all of our kids, you know, to actually, to not just be, um, to not just make a vague, you know, statement saying I'm going to continue to press into the Lord. I'm going to continue to worship. I said, I tell our kids, you know, let's make make a commitment, make something, make a, a, a specific commitment. Like I'm going to read, you know, two chapters a week, and I'm going to, you know, pray or spend time, you know, five minutes a day or whatever it is. Make a specific commitment to the Lord, and follow up with it, and and continue on it even in times when you don't feel like it, and that develops habits. You know, and habits in the Word will develop fruit, and we talked about the fruit of the Spirit, um, and all of these, and all of the kids want that in their lives, you know. But of course, fruit is grown, right? It's not doesn't just pop up out of the ground, right? It takes time, you know. And so, habits take time to develop, fruits take time to develop. But if you continue continue in it, uh, there's no telling, there's no telling where the Lord will take you. So it's uh, that's really awesome to. Just to uh, yeah, to just to be able to connect with them, you know. If you were to walk up to any kid 
when we get home and try and tell them something amazing about this camp to bring them in for next year? What's something you would probably say to them? Oh man, um, I was trying to just to just to just to, to sucker kids in. I would just go with the games and uh, just the, the you know the brotherhood, the camaraderie that you got here. You know, once you get here, the Holy Spirit will do the rest. They're, I mean, the Lord's definitely present. You can tell that in the services. Um, but the games, oh man, we have a blast. I think my, yeah, I twisted my right ankle, my right knee, my right hip. You know, I'm freaking wore out. I got blisters on both feet. But I mean, it's it's been awesome. The games, and it's nonstop. You know, it's from start, from from time you get up to the time you go to bed, you're doing something. So it's it's definitely a lot of fun. I highly recommend it to any child, not just child. Uh, you know, we there's college kids that are here. You know, in their twenties, and they still have a blast. So. I was told that that's the rough draft and that uh, there will be a more, like, with more pictures and stuff on our social media. So if you're not following our social media, the Fellowship at Weatherford on Facebook, go do that um, and you get to see a lot of really, really cool memories. Um, so I want to start with some thank yous. Um, I really want to thank the parents of all of our campers this week. Um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, for trusting us with your kiddos and allowing them the opportunity to uh, grow in their personal relationship with the Lord um, and with each other this week. Every single one of these kids experienced things this week um, that they'll be able to carry with them for the rest of their lives. And I know that myself and the other leaders who attended camp with me were all blessed abundantly just being able to witness the way God moved in the lives of your babies this week. So thank you. Uh, next, I would really like to thank John and Bonnie and Jonathan. I could not have done any of this this week without you, like none of it. Um, this week was really amazing in a lot of different ways, and I know that not a single one of us made it out unscathed, but I hope that it paid off. Uh, being in ministry to this specific age group comes with a lot of different challenges. But my prayer is that you left Looters, Texas with hearts as overwhelmingly full as mine. Thank you for taking time off from work and from your families and from all your many responsibilities to be the hands and feet of Jesus with me this week. Your impact is going to be recalled and drawn upon for years and years and years to come for these kids. And that deserves all the praise. Because we survived and we made it. Uh, and then a big... Big, big thank you to Pastor Terry and all of you guys. Um, there was a lot of you that contributed to making this week possible and making it a success. Um, I know that prayers were being lifted up for months in advance. Prayers continued throughout our week. Um, faithful prayers, abundant faithful prayers. Thank you. Um, some of you contributed just snacks and water, which sounds like such a small contribution. But we were with a bunch of kids and a bunch of teenagers, and that proved to be essential. So thank you for that. Uh, some of you provided a little extra spending money for some of our campers. If anybody runs out of money, throw them a little our way from, 
from, from us. Um, some of you paid partial scholarships or full scholarships for some of these campers. That's a huge deal. I see you. God sees you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, you guys have made such an impact, and that deserves praise as well. Uh, because of you guys, we were able to take 17 kiddos and four adults to camp, and we didn't have to worry about anything while we were there. Nothing. We were covered in all the ways. So thank you. Okay, and then lastly, my big one, uh, my big thank you to the campers. All week long, oh my gosh, I had youth leaders and pastors and dorm monitors and even other campers coming up to me to compliment you guys and in all sorts of different ways. I was told repeatedly that you guys were polite, that you were helpful, that you were respectful. I was told that you, quote, really owned camp this year and did an amazing job of setting a good example for the other campers. That you were constantly reaching out to your peers to make sure they were included in things. That's a big deal with teenagers, guys, big deal. That you were praying with them and that you were making sure they were being loved up. You represented yourselves the four adults that were with you and our church extremely well and i'm abundantly thankful and grateful for each one of you you were the living breathing real life example of what being christ-like looks like and it was truly beautiful truly beautiful to witness so thank you for going mm -hmm. do it louder let them hear you yes all in thank you so um, I left my phone. Aiden, Aiden, bring me my phone. Thank you, sir. Um, if you guys want to follow along with me, I'm just going to share a little bit about what we kind of covered in camp. Um, I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 3, starting at verse 17. I'm going to try to be quick. Um, but this is the scripture that we focused on this week, and I really felt like the Lord was like, don't just get up there and give your testimony and walk down. This needs to be shared with the parents. This needs to be shared with the leadership in your church. This needs to be reiterated in these kids that were there this week. So I'm just trying to be obedient because that's what I'm trying to teach my kids as well. So um, there was never really an official statement made this week about what the theme of camp was, which is different from past years, but I think by the end of the week, we sort of all agreed that it was your roots in Christ and your identity in Christ. Um, we had a guest speaker from California. Her name was Pastor Lauren, but the children all called her Pastor Lowe. Um, and she was amazing. She did such an awesome job sharing the word with our youth in a way that really seriously connected and hit home with them and with us, with everybody in the room. She just had this passion inside of her for really, really conveying the word to kids in a way that they understand and was able to relate to them really, really well. So I'm going to do my best to share some of that with y'all. So starting at 17, um, it says that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, 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 to know that love, to know the love of God 
the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church of Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. All right, so we started the week by digging into what the world has to say about us, which, uh, spoiler alert, not good. None of it's good. None of it. Uh, the world tells us that money and power and appearance and status are most high, most important. The world is forever telling us that we're not good enough in all areas of our lives. Your house, your car, your clothes, the phone you carry, where you're from, keeping up with the Joneses, Joneses or the Kardashians or whoever. <laughs> that has become the driving force in a lot of the households in this world. Um, and the most common lies that our youth is walking around believing. These are heavy, guys. They're walking around believing that they're not pretty enough, that they're not smart enough, they're not athletic enough, they're not funny enough or popular enough or rich enough or not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough. You're never going to be enough. You can't do enough. Right? It's all lies, right? Lies, lies, lies. Every bit of it lies. And that's all just tip of the iceberg. So then we stomped the lies out, right? Physically stomped the lies out by revealing the love of the Father and exactly what the Word says in regards to His love for us. We counteracted every bit of it. We shut it down and we soaked them in the truth. So what the word says in regards to his love for us is that we are created in his image and that we are precious children, that we are created and being called according to his purpose. We're not just walking around here accidentally, 100% focused with a purpose. God knows what he's doing. He does not make mistakes. He does not have accidents purposefully, right? Um, that we are redeemed, forgiven, and covered by his grace that we are chosen and appointed, that we are a holy nation, God's special possession. You are a special possession. You are a gift. You are a gift. And that we dwell in the light. Hallelujah. That we are no longer slaves but friends. That we are God's handiwork created to go out and do good works. That we have a place in heaven. It's yours. It's already yours. That place in heaven is yours. Nobody's going to take it away from you. The world's going to tell you it's yours. It's yours. That we are more than conquerors. That we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That we are made new and so, so much more. So much more. There were a lot of vulnerable moments and truths shared at camp this week. We saw walls just crumble. I mean, really crumble. You saw the reservation, obviously, at first, right? We're dealing with teenagers. We're dealing with young youth. The walls fell away, and it was visible. We stood back, and we watched it. We watched the walls come down as these truths were exposed, as these lies were exposed, and the truth covered every one of them. So my takeaway was that these kids are so easily influenced by the things of this world, and that they're walking around with some really, really heavy lies clouding their minds and their judgment I know, I watched, I witnessed myself. Papa cleared the gardens this week. I mean, cleared the gardens. And he moved in the hearts and the minds of these kiddos. He pulled the weeds the way only he can. 
Okay? There's no breakage at the roots. There's no evidence of anything being left behind. We exposed it. We pulled the weeds, right? Did we pull weeds? We pulled weeds. Pulling weeds? We pulled them. I witnessed every one of these precious flowers straighten back up and begin to bloom in the light again. Beautiful. Like beautiful. So, now it's our job as their parents, as their leaders, and as their loved ones to continue the work of the Father. We've got to pour into them. We've got to spend time praying a hedge of protection around them, around their minds, around their hearts, around their souls. Protect them from the world. Because now they know it's been exposed, but it's so easy to slip back, right? So easy to slip back into it. Encourage them to get into the word instead of getting on their phones or playing video games. Limit the things that they're allowed to do that will grant the enemy access to the hearts and their minds. Remind them daily, minute by minute, minute by minute of exactly what the word has to say about the way the father loves them. It's not an accident. None of it is an accident. That his love for them is exceedingly abundantly wide and deep and tall and long that we don't have an understanding of it it goes beyond our understanding the love he has for you is more than you're ever going to know and it will continue to grow every single day that the world does not love you well but god but god god loves you i truly believe that that's the most important job as parents so my prayer is that you're encouraged by the things that you hear this morning. And that in the moments when you see your kiddos slipping back into the old ways of thinking and doing, you can help them draw upon this God encounter that they had this week. Because the enemy is clever, clever, clever. And he's going to see that moment of weakness in your child and he's going to try to convince your child that what happened at, at camp this week, that the things that they encountered and the things they saw and the things that they were a part of were not real. That it was all a product of atmosphere. That it was a product of just going with the crowd. Campers, raise your hand if you had a God encounter this week that was real and true. Higher, higher, nobody can see you. Y'all see it. Y'all are bearing witness. Every one of them know. Every one of them know, but the enemy's going to come in and try to steal that from your child. So you, as their parent, got to keep them loved up. You got to keep them poured into. Because it's not true. It's not true. Lies, 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 lies. I also think it's super important that all of us hold these guys accountable. I'm calling you out right now in front of everybody because I can't do this by myself. We've got to encourage them to lean on one another. They all have each other's numbers. They know how to get in contact with each other. Encourage them to be checking in with one another. When you see that they're struggling or they need an ear or they need something that you are not physically or mentally able to give them. They're teenagers. Let's be honest. They don't always like us as their parents. Have them pull on each other. Call on each other. That's what their youth group is there for. When they come to you asking if they can get together with each other, go out of your way. Be okay with the little inconvenience. Be okay with it, okay? Because it is. Sometimes it is. And go out of your way to help make that happen for them. We need to do whatever we can to help them keep the camp high, which is what it was called, the camp high, alive. And help them grow together because 
as teenagers, we know they need a little push or maybe a gentle nudge, if you will. So on that note, um, I would like to invite Bonnie and Jonathan and all of our campers up um, to share their encounters and their experiences with all of you. And again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. right now. I know, yeah, I want them to help. Okay, so I didn't explain this to the campers, but I know they're all nervous because, you know, I'm an adult and I speak in front of you all the time and I'm still sweating and shaking. So I told them, I mean, I didn't tell them, but I'm telling them now. Uh, they're going to do two worship songs for you that they did at camp. Yeah. Okay, what's actually going to happen is the junior campers learned a song called Lions. Um, it's a really popular song that gets played on the radio all the time. I want to encourage you guys to stand up and join, the, join them. Let them know that you're here and that you support them. You're right here with them because this is, this is really nerve-wracking Yes. So the junior campers are going to sing Lions. If you want, y'all can come stand up here in front of the teenagers just a little bit. Yeah, come up here, the junior campers, in front of the teenagers. Junior. Yep, come on, Matthew. Um, and then our teenagers are going to do a song for you, but everybody's going to stay on stage together. Teens, y'all help them sing this song.
All right, we're going to start down here. Um, so my personal testimony, really, really quickly. I've had a prayer in my heart. It's been the same prayer for two years. A lot of you have been standing in prayer with me. Oh, yeah, sorry, y'all can sit down. A lot of you guys have been standing in prayer with me over one specific thing for two years, steadily, without ceasing, and I appreciate it. Um, but I've been praying that prayer with a very specific expectation. Um, and I, I just felt God this week just, 
I just needed to let go of that expectation and just clear the way to let him do what he wanted to do. What he wanted to do, not what I wanted him to do, not what I expected him to do, but what he wanted to do. That was a heavy burden to be able to let go of. I'm so thankful. That's mine. I'm going to pass it on. You go first? No? Vince will go first, and then Riken can go. What? Yeah. You got it, man. I'm not going. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talking. It's okay. All right. Listen. What is this about? Tell me. Remember, talk about maybe a low and a high, and like one thing that you know for sure God did for you this week. Uh. Okay. What was the? Did y'all hear that? The low, the high. And what was, the, what was like the lowest part of the week for you? Oh. The lowest. An injury, getting sick to your stomach, having to sleep on a yucky mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever the blob popped. What was it? Whenever the blob popped. Here, or right here. Pick, pick up just a little. Right. Whenever the blob popped. Oh, how did the blob pop? Aiden. Aiden. Aiden was trying to blob Tony, and he busted the case. <laughs> All right, and you're high for the week. Like the highest, most awesome thing that you are going to be able to hold on to for the rest of the forever. Being with everybody and seeing everybody have a good time. That was awesome, right? All right. Um, so we all filled out cards. I'm going to ask you really quickly to raise your hand if in that on that card you checked the box. I experienced healing this week. Oh, I experienced. Okay, so would you mind being specific about what the healing looked like? Uh, made me feel more confident about myself. That's amazing. Good job. I don't want to. Everybody's going. Everybody's going. my healing part. Okay. Here, y'all can step back. Here, step back so we're all in a line and we can just move straight down. All right, Ryken, what was your low this week? Probably the lowest um, experience was the car ride because it was two whole hours. It was so long. <laughs> and then all the way back, too, it's like, oh, come on, right? Come on, that was like four hours. All right, your high for the week. My high, was the, the, my high of the week was being able to be there. Just being there, right, is awesome. Okay, did God move for you in any way that is like big time? You knew it was God. There was no denying it was God. It felt so good in your heart. What do you mean? Like, did you have, did you have any kind of healing or did you have um, any moment where you were like so thankful to be there and happy to be there and you knew it just had to be God? Do you have any moments like that? Just You can just say yes or no. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's okay. That's a good job. All right. No, right here. Come on. Y'all can introduce yourselves, too. Hi, my name's Rowan. <laughs> my low part of the week was sleeping with a, under him. <laughs> him always snoring all night. <laughs> that was harder. That wasn't you. <laughs> My high part of the week was um, being able to make new friends. Yeah, good job. Did you um, did you have a God encounter? Uh, no. No? I did. I just don't want to share it. That's okay. That's okay. God encounter. <laughs> Hello, I'm Colton. Yes, hi, Colton. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colton, what was your low this week? What was the lowest part of your week? Just get it over with. <laughs>
probably sleeping beside him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. It was all night. He snores all night. <laughs> that was the highest part of your week? Mm. Was it the food? That's maybe. <laughs> Everything was fun. Everything, right? It was awesome. Good job. All right, Matthew. <laughs> Hey! Okay. Um, my name is Kaden. The lowest part of my week was probably people's alarms going off at like 6:30 in the morning. Like I said, mine was No. Uh, my the highest was probably singing and worshiping most of the day. Um, did you have a God encounter? Uh, yes. Experience healing? Yes. Do you, you want to share what your healing was about? Um, I prayed for my allergies to clear up, and they did during that week. <laughs> <laughs> and now they're back. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, Matthew. Thank you. Take the mic. Guys, it's a microphone. Thank you. All right. Ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. You know who I am. Um... <laughs> Uh, my low was, I kind of came to camp at a low. Uh, I've been working a lot, haven't seen my friends in a while, and just, you know, haven't been hanging out with my family a lot. So I was kind of praying for that. And for the second night of worship, I was just, could not get into it. I had a wall. Mm-hmm. And so I just prayed on that. And then after worship, and then after the sermon, it, I was praying on it more, and God just totally destroyed it. Yeah. Destroyed the wall. Can I share it? My high? That was my high. Okay, here's a really funny story. I don't know why I'm talking so much, because I don't like doing this, but I'm going to do it. Um, okay, so we play a game, and it's called Three Ball Kickball. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's just like kickball, except you have to kick a kickball, throw a frisbee, and then chuck a football. And the bases are big tubs of water, which in order to be in the base, you have to stick your foot completely in the water. With socks and shoes. Um, and so then home base is this huge slip and slide that is full of soap and baby oil. With an old man spraying you with the hose as you're sliding down. Watering them children. Okay, so we were going to do guy-girl, and so they're like, okay, ladies first. And none of the girls on my team wanted to go first because they're cowards. So, so I got to go first, and to be honest, all the other years that I've been here, I've actually never played the game. I kind of just stood back and watched them play it. So this is my first time running. So I was so focused on kicking the ball and getting to a base that I wasn't even focusing on which way I ran. (laughs) So let's just say I was halfway down the slip and slide before I realized my team was yelling at me that I was going the wrong way. (laughs) And so, so I, yeah, so I slammed on the brakes and my feet went in front of me and I slid the rest of the way down the slip and slide 
But I still got to the first base before I was out. So I count that as a win. Thank you. I don't know how loud I am, because I can only hear me. Okay, uh, so Milo was probably trying to sleep in the cabin with a bunch of teenage boys. Yes. Worst thing ever, he got, okay, so our guy, our pastor, he slept below me. His name was Pastor Jared, and he threatened, Ooh, yeah. and he threatened to make us run if we didn't go to sleep. And he was like, I'm, I'm warning you, you get one strike and you're out. And I was like, okay, all right. I lay down, try to go to sleep, and I hear Vince, and he's like, guys, guys, there's a ghost. There's, there's a ghost, be careful. <laughs> the faucet will leak, you're at a camp. It's going to do that. Our urinal was broken. <laughs> Ew, nobody wants to know that. <laughs> okay, and... Uh, he snores really loud, set an alarm for 5.45 in the morning, did not wake up to it. That Just was, let... That's like when we went to bed every night. 11 o'clock. That was like that. That's, that's such a lie. Like it was like 12 o'clock at night. Bedtime was 12, though, like every night, like midnight. He wanted to get up at 5.45 in the morning, set an alarm. I forgot my alarms were on, okay? Did you... Okay. Um, my high was probably, all right, so here's, here's the story first. All right. So Wednesday, it's Wednesday. It's a nice day. We're out on the lake. It's beautiful. It's the last blob of the day. Tony's on the end of it. And I'm like, I'm going to get him good. I got this one today. We're going to get him. And then he turned around and looked and saw me at the very top deck, which is like, Really high. 20 or 15 feet above the blob. Is it really that high? He looked at me, turned around, gave me a death stare, and just slid off of the blob. It was just like, no, we ain't doing this. And I was like, okay. And I was like, all right, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'll remember this. I'm not going to forget. Yeah. I'm getting to that part. Um, so the next day comes, I'm at the blob, I'm like waiting for him, I'm like staring at the end of the dock to be like, is he coming or not? I'm just waiting for him there. And he gets there and I'm like, oh, it's time. He's going down. He gets on the blob and he thinks my friend is going to blob him. And I'm like, no, that's not happening. And then I go to the top and he turns around, he's just like, all right, I accept my fate. And his, it's just a lifeguard was like, don't look behind you. So, <laughs> so I backed up against the railing, which is probably like five or six feet. Running start. Ru yeah, I, I was ready to get him up like 30 feet in the air if I could. I ran, I jumped as hard as I could, as far out as I could. I landed, popped the blob. <laughs> And to make it worse, he flew off, and I thought everything was fine, other than the fact I heard the pop and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, it's just a rope. It snapped. It's like, all right, that happens all the time. Yeah. And so I started crawling to the end, and I looked to my right, and the blob is trying to come over me. And, I'm, and it just freaked me out. And, uh, okay. That's my blob story. Now nobody else can use the blob. It's great. Uh... Okay, so I was praying basically the whole time to give me something new. 
And I was like, what? And I was kind of scared it was going to be the same old, same old, nothing new, like it was. And then, uh, then we were worshiping, and then I was like, what if it's not church camp that needs to be new, but I need to be new? And then we, you better not cry, no crying aloud. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so... Uh, I liked it too. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, I forgot what I was talking about. What was I talking about? You need to Oh, yeah, 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 that, that part. And then Pastor Ben was like, all right, so anybody who needs to be renewed, come up to the front. And I was like, oh, that's like perfect timing. And so I went up there. It was great. He's like, say after me, and I was, forgot what he said, but he said, say after me. I do remember that. It's pretty nice, and it was good. So I'm kind of new. You got this. We do love first, so we can do Was it your alarm? Worst part, what was it? You had a whole weekend. I didn't have a low. Why is your nose brown? There, that's good enough. Why is my nose a white? Brown. Okay. I don't know. Hey. You're sweet. Uh, high part of the week. My high. Mm -hmm. Actually, hold on. My low was being on the end of the blob. Yeah. <laughs> when it popped. And. Like, people were, like, going, like, I don't know, like, five feet high. But, it, it like, it wasn't that bad. But then when I went, I went, like, like twice as high as that. <laughs> like, more than that. And it was terrifying. But in my head, I was like, you know what? This won't hurt. And I smell... F <laughs> you smell? He does. No. Okay, I fell directly on my back. Oh. It hurt. Like, take the breath out of me. But then I was like, mmm, I'm fine. <laughs> yep. You're high? <laughs> and my high was, there was this little, what was it? It was this room next to our dorm. Oh, the conference room. Yeah. The, the conference room. room. Oh, and we went in there, and like everybody started singing. <laughs> And it sounded, it was like angelic. And <laughs> when he says everybody, he means our group, just our group. Good. Yeah. And, then, and, and then like just like from another church. Just like a couple of people from my family. Joey. And then I felt like, you know what, I should just start singing, just out of nowhere. And then I thought nobody could hear me because I'm like pretty quiet when I sing. And it was embarrassing when Caden said, wait, Tony can sing? <laughs> Show him your Would dance moves. Show everybody what you did. <laughs>
did that in the middle of like 200 people. And then, during worship, I was like, you know what, since I can sing, I'm just going to start singing during worship, because I never sing during worship. (laughs) And I started singing, and then, what was her name? We sat with her, Carly. Her name was Carly. She was, like, super nice to me, and I was super nice to her, because... In that room that we were singing, she came and I was like, hey, can you sing? And she was like, oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she started singing, and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then she started singing during worship on the last day. And I was like, well, that's pretty good. So um, right after we left the tabernacle, that's what it's called. <laughs> and... <laughs> I was like, your singing was really good. And she was like, you're really funny. Bye. And I was like, no, I'm being serious. It was like really good. And she was like, oh, thank you. And then when we were about to leave, she came up to me and she gave me a hug. And she told my mother right there, my beautiful mother, (laughs) that I was nice and I was kind. Um, (laughs) so my low for camp was, so first off, my first low was Orange Team getting fifth place. That was unbelievable. We went from second to fifth place in a matter of one day. One day. It was horrible. Um, but my second low was, okay, I was dead asleep having the best dream of my life, just like sound asleep in my bed and Cadence wakes me up at 6.30 in the morning and goes, Lane, come on, we have to go to dinner at 6.30. And I turn around and I was like, Cadence, it's 6.30 in the morning, go back to bed. <laughs> she goes, and she was like, I thought it was free time. And I was like, no, go to bed. <laughs> oh, that was. And then I looked outside and it was dark. I was like, oh. She, like, she ruined my perfectly perfect dream that I was having. <laughs> I did it last night too. I woke up at 12 and I was like, oh my god, I miss work. My, uh, my high for this week was um, probably getting to hang out with this 10 year old little boy. His name's Mikey. Uh, Big Mike is his name. And he would go out in the middle of the entire crowd and like dance, like beatbox, like, like do all the things. And uh, me and Cadence were just hanging out with him the whole time. And so many people were being mean to him, but I felt like God just like let me or led me to him to like like protect him and cover him up and just be like the older sister. Did you experience healing this week? Yes, I did. Would you care to share? Sure. Um, how do I word this? Oh, okay. So I um <clears throat> excuse me. Let me think. <laughs> So before I came to camp, um, I felt like it was like kind of like a, I was really like childish in my faith with like God and stuff. And um, while I was there, I was praying for growth as like for myself and in my faith to grow as a person and grow deeper in my relationship with God. And I felt like after, after the end of camp, that really like 
happened, and I felt I felt more connected with him. Oh, it's not I am Cadence. Okay, so am I being loud? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, my low kind of was when we first, well, actually, like a week before camp, I kept talking myself out of going because I felt like I wasn't going to get anything out of it or I felt like there was a lot of stuff that was holding me back from going. And, uh, I guess whenever we started, I decided like two days before, last minute, I was like, I'm going to go. And so I went, and um, it finally, it went away. That's my high. <clears throat> it, um, I kept praying over it, and Lane prayed for me. A lot of people prayed for it, and it finally went away, and I was able to just disconnect from everything that was back home. And I didn't focus on anything except like, church camp itself and God obviously I forgot to check it on my card but I did yeah. um, well first of all I checked the fact that I rededicated my life Amen. and then um, and then I forgot to check the healing part but that was just because like I said, there was a lot of stuff that was holding me back, and there was a lot of stuff that was constantly on my mind, keeping me away from my faith and things like that. And uh, I guess the healing was just that going away and being able to focus on it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Cammie. Go. No, just go. <laughs> My low was probably the food. <laughs> the, <what? laughs> the food. Agreed. Yes. Um, my high was probably um, the worship service and uh, meeting these awesome friends that are named Anna and Gentry. And I did have a healing. So since I was little, I've always been a afraid of throwing my hands up during worship because of judgment and embarrassment, and that kind of went away, and I did. Go back. What, what, what happened on the very last day? Why should we be celebrating camp? Oh, camp? God damn it. Oh, yeah. Um, my pastor, Emma, she, um, she gave me a waterproof camera for being a uh, girl of the week. I feel like a lot of y'all know me as Paisley, but yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> I'm really scared for some reason. My low of the week was on the way here. I had a lot of like anxiety because a couple of days before we left for camp, my mom had neck surgery like right here neck surgery, I don't know, <laughs> and I was really worried, and like, and on the way here, uh, I also had a low, like, too, Tony was operating opera, Ow. he was like that, I, he wouldn't give me an autograph, and I got really mad about it, my high of the week I know like a lot of people would say this, but I'm being serious. Like the worship, it really got me like 
like on my feet on, with my hands up in the air. Usually I'm not like that type of person to do that, but I really like felt the worship there. It was also, I was healed from all my anxiety. Cause the enemy kept on giving me bad thoughts and making me feel like I wasn't enough or something. I don't know really how to explain it. It was like guilt and stuff like that. And I, uh, I forgot. Okay. I went all in. Lies, 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 right? oh. All lies. <laughs> you said all in, so I said it. So, oh. So at first, the first day we got there, I didn't feel like the connection with God at worship, worship, <laughs> and like it just didn't connect with me. And so, like me and Miss Amber prayed about it, and that was like it. Just the second day, I just felt like I could just put my hands up and worship and do it like how I felt like I needed to like worship. And yeah. Wait, did you have a low? Oh, oh, did oh yeah. Um, my low was like, I didn't connect with God like the first day. My low was getting hit in the face seven times by the tetherball. <laughs> what about your high? That's your a good high? low. My high was just being there. Perfect, right? Amazing, yeah. Um, did, you, did you have a God encounter? Yes, but I don't want to talk about it. My low was uh, uh, getting hit by t uh, the ball whenever you're playing, and my high was making new friends. Okay, I'm going to be quick. I wrote down what I was going to say so I wouldn't be so long. So, uh, my low. Um, I don't know if it was a low or not, but um, listening to orchestra music practically all the way there. Thank you, Tony. Uh, <laughs> um, staying awake while I was trying to drive there. Um, and um, I should have a t-shirt on this morning that says I survived because I was in the dorm with 17 fourth and fifth grade girls. And only four of them were from our church. Um, okay, I just want to say um, for, uh, you know, in the last, uh, that song that we sang, um, the last two lines of it was, we stand as giants and we walk as lions. So um, what we were able to share with the kids basically in the junior camp was we're called to be bold for Christ and to serve him daily, not just at camp, 
not just when people are looking, but, you know, Amber mentioned before about a camp high. They kept saying, you know, that, you know, um, camp high, go from one, you have to wait for the next camp to get the next camp high. Well, I feel like, uh, you know, some adults do the same thing with church. You know, we have a Sunday high, and then we go through our week, and then we get another Sunday high, and we go through our week. And so, um, you know, I would kind of like to talk to the adults this morning and just say, you know, we need to serve him daily. Uh, We can't, uh, we can't, have true courage in our own strength, we need to trust Jesus. So it's, I feel like what the Lord showed me this week is it's time. You know, we're always saying, you know, the time is coming. The time is coming when this is going to happen. The time is coming. Guys, the time is here. Right now, this is the time. And we as Christians need to show true strength and courage by igniting that passion that we have given to us by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so here's a challenge that we gave uh, one of the, to the fourth and fifth graders. What's holding you back? What's holding you back? And that one question, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> that one question that we asked them, oh my goodness, I, I, you know, there was, Kids that were filled with so much sadness. This was just in my little group. I just had five little girls or four little girls in my group. And just in my group, there was someone that was so sad, she just couldn't think about anything else because she was sad, the sadness in her. Uh, there was another little girl who said the devil talked to her all the time, told her not to close her eyes. If she tried to close her eyes during worship, he said open them. If she tried to put her hands up, he told her to put them down, and she was tired of that. You know, but, you know, he's, he's out there. And then we had, uh, you know, other people who, uh, you know, were uh, afraid of the judgment of other people. Well, there's adults out there that same way. There's adults out there in this community, in our church maybe even, that are so sad they can't get over it. And these other little girls, you wouldn't have known these things were inside of these other little girls because they were like, you know, out there playing games and, you know, friendly and playing. And, you know, you wouldn't have thought they had a care in the world. Until we ask that question, what's holding you back? You know, what's holding you back from being saved? And so that's what I'd like to challenge you adults with this morning is what's holding you back? What's holding you back from being saved and asking Jesus to come into your heart and be your forever friend? What's holding you back from being filled with the Holy Spirit so you've got that passion welling up within you so that you can go out into our community in the grocery store and out on the streets and help the people that are out there feeling the same way these fourth and fifth graders felt. You know, there's, there's adults. You know, what's holding you back from completely worshiping the Lord when it's your chance to worship the Lord? Whether it's here at church, whether it's in your own house, what's holding you back? So that's the thought that I would like to leave with you. What is holding you back? from experiencing God to the very fullest. You know, some of us, I think, sitting right here this morning, the Lord is tugging at your heart to do something, to do something, something he wants you to do. And it might be a big, scary step, I feel like, that there's a big, scary step. But we got to do it. You know, we got to quit putting it off. You know, got to quit, you know, making excuses for it. We need to get that passion of the Holy Spirit. We need to see what's holding us back. On this coming Saturday, the 17th, I will be at the 
whatever place I will be at. The Christian church where we do the food pantry, it's still going to be a drive-through. We need kids who are going to pack big bags of carrots into little bags of carrots and stuff like that. There's something for everybody to do. We need at least 10 people. Uh, to do that. We've got VBS coming up. Uh, Amber and a bunch of more people are going to be getting ready this week. She's going to be here starting at 9 o'clock Monday morning. You know, if you want something to do, there's lots of stuff to do. There is lots of stuff to do. And, you know, I know work schedules and stuff like that. I'm not talking about any, you know, anything, anything like that. But there are things to do. So, uh, you know, what's, what's holding you back? That's, that's the thought I would like to leave us with this morning, is what is holding you back? Is it going to be quick? It really has to be quick. Yeah, no, it has to be quick. Um, I heard her thank everyone except herself. So thank you, Mama, for doing everything. Love you. Sorry for making you sad the other day. But you don't look sad anymore, so ha. Huh? I win. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Amber. Thank you, Um, I know we went way, way over time. I apologize, but hopefully you guys are encouraged. Hopefully you guys can carry this with you and help hold your kids accountable. Remind them of what they just shared with you. Remind them when they're feeling down, when they're walking away from it, when they're slipping back in, whether it be talking back to you or, um, you know, acting out, whatever it is. So, love these guys. You guys can go have a seat. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Hello? I apologize. Oh. Uh, Dang it. Mm -hmm. no. Are you sure? Right. We're over time, but, you know, this is only once a year. Yeah. yeah. That's why you guys came. I'd like to thank John. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you, John. Yes. Okay, so what I want to do is I want everybody to just extend your hands and we're going to pray for these kids. Because what happened this week doesn't need to be just a, a little flash. It needs to be a lifetime experience. So Lord, pray for each one of these young people that you would touch them, that this would not be something that would just pass through, but it would be a beginning of an experience with you that would grow and grow and grow and they would become more and more in tune with the things of the Spirit They'd be less in tune with the things of the world, that their friends and acquaintances at school and teachers could not distract them or discourage them, that they wouldn't be tempted and they wouldn't be drawn away, they wouldn't be deceived, but they would know the truth. They would walk in freedom. Lord, I pray that you empower them with your spirit, that you speak those words that they need to hear, and we seal all this over them, and we proclaim victory and continuing growth in them in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. All okay. right, you guys can so all go have a seat. We're just going to close out right here and now and uh, receive the blessing of the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his perfect peace. You've had all the opportunities in the world today. If you want to respond to the Lord, you can respond. If you want special prayer for anything, somebody will meet you here. Otherwise, God bless you. You're dismissed. Let's go do it.